When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today we've got an interesting one. Uh, I came across this interesting article about the moon-eyed people um, that Native Americans ran into and uh, chronicled, and early uh, European settlers also chronicled about them as they interacted with the Native Americans. So it's interesting. There's some articles that state that these moon-eyed people are giants that are white-skinned. Others state that they're small, smaller in stature, and bearded. Um, either way, the moon-eyed factor states that they don't see well when the sun is out. Therefore, given the moniker moon-eyed people. So, what is it about them that would make it difficult for them to see during the day? Are they from another planet, another solar system? where there wasn't much sun. It seems as though if they were on any planet that could sustain life, that they'd be able to see when the sun is out. But maybe they they were uh, originated in a star system that uh, was farther away from the sun and therefore had a less bright sun. Or they could have been from inside the Earth. It's another theory. So let's... Let's talk about what uh, we know uh, about them from um, a few articles here. Um, so we have uh, some info on them from the Cherokee, who state that uh, they, li- they lived in the Appalachian Mountains until the Cherokee basically expelled them out of there. Uh, most of the stories about them are attributed to the Cherokee tradition, and they are, they are mentioned by early European settlers in America. In the 1797 book, Benjamin Barton explains that they are called moon-eyed because they saw poorly during the day. Some stories claim that they created the area's pre-Columbian ruins and they disappeared from the area. Barton also cited uh, was cited as a source with his conversation with Colonel Marbury from 1749 to 1796, who was an er early settler of Georgia. 
Um, they stated that <clears throat> they acted as intermediaries with Native Americans in the state of Georgia to, to obtain these stories. There's published accounts of these ancient moon-eyed people who lived in the southern Appalachian region um, before the Cherokee got there uh, since the late 18th century. Uh, so there are multiple sources for these moon-eyed people. Uh, so there were indigenous peoples who discussed that they saw them, as well as early European explorers who stated that uh, they encountered them. So again, there were different accounts as to the height. Some reported that they were giants. Now, when I think of somebody using the word giant, I would assume that they would at least be seven feet to eight feet tall, maybe taller. Um, but if they were smaller in stature, then I would assume that they would be about four feet or less. Um, so some of the background on this. The Chattanooga News in 1923, okay, now this is a lot later than 1797 or, or earlier, um, but the Chattanooga News in 1923 mentioned the legend of the Moon-Eyed People. Uh, it, they also appeared in a book by William Mooney in 1902. Uh, again, this a lot of this information came from the lower Appalachians when they were still part of the Cherokee Nation, before the Trail of Tears occurred. Okay, so this a lot of this information is pretty old. We're talking, you know, a couple hundred years. <clears throat> So today, there are still people who are talking about them. There are still some folks that have some information about them. Um, again, one of the early sources um, comes from John Sevier, from, who was a Tennessee governor um, in 1800. Uh, he stated that he was involved with treaties uh, with Cherokees and facilitated some of their removal um, and that they had spoken about them. Um, they stated that <laughs> the Cherokee removed these wretches. wretches. They were expelled. Um, <clears throat> he stated, uh, Barton stated that they, they were considered to be an albino race. Um, they didn't state, you know, they did state that they they fought with them, they expelled them, but they didn't state that, you know, they, they, they engaged with them with trade or engaged with them with any other kind of, you know, community purpose other than to kind of like fight them off. Um, so let's move on and take a look at some other info here. We have another article that discusses their origins. So in one article... Uh, from travelguide.com states that uh, according to ancient stories of the Cherokee people, uh, these small moon-eyed people uh, date back to the time before pilgrims even began to arrive. Uh, they also stated they had blue eyes, and that's why they were so sensitive to the sun, and they were forced to become nocturnal, only coming out at night. This is how they got the name. Uh, even though the light from the full moon was reportedly enough to make them even flee underground. So these guys would only come out during half moons and, you know, quarter moons. They built caves underground to escape the light. Some stories also suggest that they built small huts made of logs and wood that were low to the ground. According to the legend, the Creek tribe came up from the south and invaded the territory of the moon-eyed people, 
which extended from the Little Tennessee River north to Kentucky with stone fortifications along the borders. The Creek tribe waited until the full moon, when the moon-eyed people would be at, the, at their lowest and weakest, to attack. They drove them from their caves. That's interesting. So they actually went into their underground caves and attacked them there. The pale-skinned people ultimately felt, fled west to the Smoky Mountains, never to be seen again. <clears throat> this is uh, really interesting stuff, man. It's not stuff I've really read about before. Um, they state that there's ruins of an 850-foot-long stone wall that was said to be constructed around four, 400 to 500 uh, BCE. Uh, well, it's just pretty long time ago. Um, when visiting the area um, in the 1800s, Tennessee Governor um, John Sevier, who we talked about, spoke with Cherokee Chief Akata Sota about the wall. The chief told him that the wall was first built by the white men from across the Great Water, which is interesting considering the fact that, you know, the colonial settlers really got here about, what, 1600s. So, um, you know, who were these strange, you know, pale-faced individuals? The moon-eyed people uh, are said to have experienced a lot of violence in their time as well in the Appalachian region. They built fortifications, one at Fort Mountain Stone, uh, Fort Mountain State Park, I should say, all and all over the territory to keep invaders that threatened their domain out. The wall measured up to seven feet tall in some places, and curved around the southeastern edge of the North Georgia Mountain Summit. It's also said to be a fortification uh, against you know the neighboring Creek Nation, which is the one that actually inevitably drove, drove them out. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is like really, really fascinating to me, you know, because I, I've tried to become educated on a lot of Nat Native American lore, uh, Native American lore in regards to extraterrestrials. Um, they have engaged with uh, extraterrestrials who were pale, tall, blue-eyed um, that I remember from a crash uh, that I did a podcast on. And they do not have beards, so they sound like different, a different species. Um, but yeah, many people wrote about these. Uh, even uh, an 1823 book, The Natural and Aboriginal History of Tennessee by John Haywood, describes a Cherokee encounter with the white people on the Little Tennessee River. He also describes various weapons they had, such as axes, guns, and indicating that they may have been simply white settlers. But according to Haywood, the Moon-Eyed people fled west uh, from Little Tennessee River uh, and Kentucky for good. But these guys, they, they were here before the European settlers. I mean, I know there are there were some other uh, other settlers, you know, that, that had come uh, on boat probably before the 1600s. But, um, I mean, these guys, these Moon-Eyed people were considered to be like basically allergic to the sun in one article. So I'm not hundred percent sure they are just, you know, European settlers or like the Norwegian settlers or the Vikings or anything like that because the Vikings were big and they did have beards, but they were big. I mean, they could have been considered giants if they were, you know, the taller, taller variety. Um, so who knows? What do you think? Do you think these guys were just 
white settlers, or do you think that these these species were an alien species? If they were even from Norway, the Vikings, they wouldn't be allergic to the sun. It doesn't make sense to me. So the only thing that makes sense is that they're extraterrestrial and that they take they were from a different star system that had a different solar distance from their home planet. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. What do you think? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Leave your comment in the comment section. Uh, feel free to post something on the Facebook page, Lockdown Universe. I'd love to hear about it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to know more. So uh, if I find out anything else, I'll let you know and bring it to you. Until next time, guys, take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Take care, and Lockdown Universe out.